0: Hi and welcome to the Misfit Mentor Podcast hosted by moi, Sarah Smith, your mentor, your Misfit and I'm here to make your life easier as a fit pro or as a wellness coach who may be venturing online or expanding online and who might be feeling a little bit lost or a little bit confused about how to market yourself, how to sell yourself, how to brand yourself and all those things. So what I want to do is teach you everything that I've learned over two decades in the health and fitness industry, and also over the last five to seven years about building an online business. So on this podcast, I'll be giving you some mini trainings, some tips, some mindset shifts, so that you can really grow your business organically without all the marketing rules, and most importantly, that you can do it your way, the Misfit Mentor way. I promise not to chew loudly during this podcast, (laughs) or shout in your ear. Enjoy. Preparing. I think we are nearly ready.
1: Yay. yay you
0: did it james
1: <laughs> good job sarah i'm very proud of you
0: thank you so good evening everybody um tonight i want you all to behave because we've got a guest <laughs> so i want to really give a warm welcome to branding expert james gaffney coming all the way from the us of a um oh. you james has got like an incredible spectrum of experience um, of dealing with different people and different companies in branding from really, really small to really massive, to really new to like up to a thousand years kind of old, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and so that gives him quite a unique and broad perspective on branding. So welcome, James. Thanks well, so thank much. you.
1: Really excited to be here. I think this is great.
0: Cool. <laughs> yeah, so what I wanted to ask first, basically, So people that are watching, they're just like, yeah, you know, wellness coaches, fit pros that are like, what is branding? Like, what, what are they talking about? You know, Um, just in basics, because I know that you're very, very advanced, but for my crew, what would you kind of describe branding as?
1: Well, there's a, there's a couple of things. um, Really, there's a little bit of a, of a disconnect between brand and branding and people use those interchangeably interchangeably. And they're really not. Um, Your brand is what you promise. Your brand is what people expect you to deliver to deliver each and every time your branding is the communication of that promise. So that can be logos and websites and, you know, print collateral and all that good stuff. That's, that's your branding. Um, So kind of understanding that difference um, sorry, I had, my notes fell down. I've actually got notes, Sarah. I <laughs> need the
0: be... notes. But the notes? <laughs> I know. I know. They're it's they're just post-it notes
1: with like their little tiny lists. <laughs> I, have I have notes too. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, so I'm. I'm trying to be professional.
0: We're pros. <laughs>
1: but um, no. I mean, the the thing to really understand about your brand is um, it's not really something that you define. Your brand is in your customers brain Uh and so you can kind of you can influence the way that they perceive your brand but their perception or the way that they see your brand but their perception is really what your brand is Um, you can manipulate that with your your branding you can manipulate that with your words you know all that good stuff but ultimately your brand is within a customer's head um
0: got it so for someone it could be like oh apple for example in some customer's head could be like what a total gimmick and a ripoff and a load Mm -hmm. of shit there's nothing special whereas for someone else like moi it's just like apple it says right in like it's you know it's going to be good it's going to be quality you you may have to pay a bit more but you know that it's not going to fuck up right Uh, so yeah it speaks
1: to you their their brand speaks to you and you see yourself in their brand Mm -hmm. Um, and that's, that's ultimately what a brand has to do. It's, um, you know, I talk about this in in various other places, but the, the goal of a brand is to be loved. Um, it's, it's not to make money. It's not to communicate things. It's, you know, not to change the world. It's really to be loved Mm -hmm. because when it is loved, then it does all those things all at once. Um, if it's, you know, if it's just out to make money, that's all it does. But if, if it's loved, it can be, everything to everybody and, and all that good stuff but at the same time you're always going to have people that don't like it you know i'm i used to be an apple guy until i moved to to a pc now i don't really care it's i know i know i know i'm a, I'm a designer on a pc It it's just crazy but <laughs> um but yeah that's that's the brand so
0: what kind of could you give me an example of a brand that you spoke of like what you spoke of there that, you know, people love to love as well. So that's like a bit different. So I know you've got Apple, Mm -hmm. everyone knows Apple, but are there any, any other
1: brands that you could give examples of Starbucks? (laughs) I mean, that's, that's a really easy one. I won't
0: go to Starbucks.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I love Starbucks. I drink Starbucks when I can, but there is coffee out there that is objectively better than Mm -hmm. Starbucks. Um, by miles. Um, But Starbucks has built a brand that people love, you know, they give back, they are environmentally conscious, they, you know, support social issues and all this stuff. So people love their coffee and are willing to pay a, a high premium for something that is inherently a very cheap product.
0: Yes. And what they've also bought in in their branding is that slightly narcissistic, but obviously works a bit like with Coca-Cola, when Coca-Cola came out with the branded, your name on it, mm-hmm. and Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola. I'm just like, what, like, it's just got your name in it, what the fuck? And this, and then the thing in Starbucks of that impersonal thing of, you know, what's your name and, and all that stuff, I suppose that's adding to that. But to me, there's a deeper layer there where they're showing that they're ethically a good brand, but they also are having a massive impact on the environment, like in the rainforests and things by, you know, paying lots of money to cut down lots of trees so that they can plant for themselves. So it's, it's I'm, I'm kind of trying to look for really pure, big brands in my head that I'm trying to give as examples.
1: Really like, pure, pure, big brands. Um, <laughs> Do you get me? Do you get what I mean like? Yeah, I'm trying to think of one. Um, Tom's did pretty good there for a while. Tom's. The the shoe guy. Yeah. Um, that was good. But I mean, it's, it's like anything. Once you reach a certain scale, it kind of gets co-opted and you bring in outside investors and then it's about money. Yeah. Um, you know, once you get, once you hit to a certain scale, mm-hmm. it becomes a different thing. Yeah. Um, and, cool. you know, Starbucks for all the great that they do, they do some weird shit too. It's, um, and every company is like that once you get to that scale.
0: It's, yeah. So for a smaller scale, you know, for like the likes of personal trainers, yoga teachers, um, wellness coaches, nutritionists, um, what what kind of do's and don'ts would you recommend to someone that's starting out that maybe don't have any software, you know, a budget to work off software, maybe just from their phones or Canva or apps or things like that, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Canva's great. Um, you know, I, I don't use Canva. I use illustrator and the the Adobe suite, but that's what I've used for the past million years. So it's just what I'm comfortable with, but Canva does a a remarkably good job. Mm Um, you know, there's, there's tons of free stuff out there. It's, you know, do a Google search, read some reviews, see if it'll work for you, test it out for a little bit and see if it'll work for you. Um, but the main thing is um, with with your branding when, when you start talking about your visuals and your design and stuff, yeah. staying consistent um, yeah. is is the absolute core of of building a visual identity um, because if you've got fifty eight different colors on your palette and you've got you know fourteen different post formats and it's different over on Instagram than it is on LinkedIn than it is on Facebook, you have all this kind of fractured stuff that not only does it kind of alienate your audience because they don't have that opportunity to buy into your visuals, but it makes it a hell of a lot more difficult for you because you've got all these pieces you've got to remember.
0: Yes. But if
1: you, you know, if you keep it simple and you keep it tight and you keep it um just super, super consistent, mm-hmm. it, it makes it easier for you. It makes it a lot more appealing for your audience. I mean, there's a reason that Starbucks uses the same damn colors all the time. There's a reason that Target uses that same red on everything. Um, color is is such an immediate communicator um, that if you can communicate to people with color and, and loop them into to your brand with a color, they will start recognizing that brand a lot faster than they will with the most glorious logo or with the best website. They're going to remember those colors first and foremost. So so start, you know, start simple. Um and Canva allows simple. You don't need to start with any kind of really crazy package, just keep it simple, keep it clean and, and keep it super, super consistent. Easy. And you know
0: what I think you said such a good point there is like when I had a company called Galway Kettlebells and I just specialized in kettlebells and it was just a black and white theme and logo and it, it just went it was so easy to do and it was it was it really grew quite quickly and easily because of that but when you'd mentioned about you know just keeping it simple and sticking with a theme I think you've hit on something that with a lot of fitness professionals and wellness coaches or no matter what industry you're in is if you struggle with self-confidence and identity a little bit and you know really fucking knowing you know what your brand is about you know whether you do the brand archetype stuff or not, genuinely believing in what you do. And I think those little moments are very, very difficult because I've overcomplicated them for years when I thought that I wasn't any good. And so I'd come up with a rebrand every month nearly in all different colors and fonts and complications. And not until I decided that I was not going to change the color or the font or the look for three months at a time, did I start to, to really get uh, my, my, my brand and my branding going but so what about people that are out there going oh i can't decide i just can't do it i can't sit and nail it you know that creative process that takes so many different elements of you um,
1: well you that. you can always take my course but <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes, yes 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 no um no really again you know i, I mentioned it a little bit before keep it really simple you don't need to have this crazy logo. You don't need to have, you know, just the most airtight design ever. It just, it needs to be simple. It needs to be clean. It needs to be memorable. And, and again, the best way to make it memorable is color. Just uh-huh. you know, fo- focus on that color. Everybody knows what colors they like. Yeah. Um, if you start looking at your audience, you'll start understanding what colors they like. You know, start combining those, playing around with colors and and settle on a palette Um, that, you know, I love logos. I design logos all day long, Um, websites, all that stuff. I love it. But really, the first place to start and the easiest place to start is color because everybody's got an idea for color. Everybody knows. I mean, you your stuff is teal and purple and and splashy stars and stuff. And that's great. Those colors speak to you. They obviously speak to your audience Mm -hmm. and you're sticking with them. And that's that's how people start really being able to buy into what you're doing. Um, if you and again, and it also especially in the startup phase and in, in early on phase, if you start off with some whiz bang logo that you pay a million bucks for or take eight years to develop in six months when you realize, oh, well, what I thought I was offering had to change a little bit. And, you know, my my theme has kind of changed a little bit oh shit, I'm stuck with this logo that I paid a ton for that doesn't fit, that isn't portable, that, you know, you want your stuff to be able to grow with you and be reasonably fluid. The more complexity you add on to that that fluidity, the less fluid it becomes. Um, And 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 especially in the early going, it's super, super important to have that flexibility.
0: Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I learned that the hard way. (laughs) I got that was designed you know, that, that my whole concept changed or things changed within a couple of months. It's really great. You bring that up because a lot of fit pros get caught up when they work with me on the logo and they're like, well, I just didn't put the offer out because I didn't have the logo done. And I'm like,
1: no, as much as I hate to say it, fuck the logo. You, you don't need the logo.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's the uh, colors. It's more what you'd say. The first port of call would be get your colors down and your color palette and keep it simple.
1: Yeah, and, and just, you know, pick a dead simple font for your logo and just set it as a font. It doesn't have to be crazy. Yeah. It doesn't so, have
0: to be crazy. so what you'd say what not to do, would you say is not to change all the time your, your, your logos and your fonts and your colors and to be like, yeah. consistent. okay, what else would you say not to do <laughs> to, to people looking at branding and building, building their brand?
1: Don't do what everybody else is doing. Um, and that, that sounds really simple and really trite, but I still see a lot of people doing that. And, and there's there, again, there's a little bit of a disconnect there with, um, people who are creative and people who aren't creative people can kind of visualize things. Non-creatives will want what they see. And Mm -hmm. so if, if you're not a creative, it might be a really good time to hire a creative to kind of look at it differently because otherwise you're going to gravitate towards things that you've already seen. Um, and if you start replicating what's already out there at that, it waters it down and it becomes less and less and less effective. So, you know, it, again, sounds really simple. You want to stand out from the crowd. You don't want to get too far out of the crowd or you look like a freak unless, you know, you're like me and that's your thing. Um, but you got to stand out. You got to stand out. Um, and Again, complexity is going to make that difficult because then you're going to have all these pieces to keep in mind and all these weird design tips and tricks and all this stuff to keep in mind. Yeah. But if you, if you keep it simple and you know, let your messaging stand out, let your personality stand out, let, you know, let your imagery stand out, um, you, can, you can get a lot further and, and stand a lot further away from these pe- other people that are doing the same thing that you're doing because there's a lot of fitness pros out there. You know, there are a lot of fitness pros who are very, very niche out there. There are a lot of James Gaffney's out there. There are a lot of Sarah Smith's out there. Yeah. Um, you got to stand out in some way. Um, and the easiest way to do that is honestly is to get real, real defined with your brand and then get really loud with it. Because once you, once you're, once you're, once you define it, it makes it a lot easier to get loud with it um, because you know, your message, you know, your audience, you know, your colors, you know, your fonts, you know, your shapes, you know, your messaging, all that stuff. And it just makes all of it. Yeah. A million times easier, a million times more effective.
0: Yeah. That's really good advice. Cause I think it's also soul destroying, you know, when you, you just, you just go with the safe colors and you go with the safe look and you go with the safe name. And, and I did that even up to a year ago, you saw the post I put in our group. Yeah. yeah. Black and white stuff, you know, and Sarah Smith system and the fucking laptop. And it's, I think it's great to look at the evolution of like where your brand and branding goes as you grow and develop as well. But it's really soul destroying when you don't like the look of your own branding and every day you're fucking looking at it on Facebook or a website or whatever it is. Um, so yeah, you're embarrassed
1: that. to show it off. Yeah. You know, you, there's a blockage there where you don't, you don't feel comfortable in letting it, let, letting it really fly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and, and that 99% of the time is, is a problem with alignment um that you know you didn't you didn't start off with it and be real honest with what you were doing and who you're talking to and all this stuff yeah and sometimes it's a it's just a function of budget you know it's Mm -hmm. design can be expensive really good design can be really expensive and um yeah but you can bootstrap it really well and that's that's one thing it you know it hurt designers. As an industry, but it's been really cool to see people have all these easy tools to develop these things um, and develop really good looking things. I mean, my mother-in-law just launched a website um, last week and it looks good. I mean, it looks like something that, you know, 15 years ago I would have been proud of.
0: That's really cool and encouraging to hear, especially for people who's, who've just got zero budget and, and also if time is a problem, if they're personal mm. trainers and they're training people all day or nutritionists and it's just like, oh, fuck, now I've got to sit and get creative and think about branding. And mm. then I think they can, they can just take rash decisions like I've done going to Google Images and the typical one is like an apple with a measuring tape and it yeah. just poised the shit out of me. Yep. Um, or it's just a, a dumbbell or a barbell and a, and, a, and a girl with pink beside it or something. It's like, you can do way better than that. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> well, you got to figure, you got to figure if you found it, there's probably a hundred thousand other people out there that have found it and are using yeah. it.
0: Um, yeah. And James, what about the impact of branding on sales? Because I know some people could just be like, what, another thing to do, like another thing I've got to manage. If and it's like, I'm trying to get the fit pros that I'm working with to connect the dots to be like this is from the moment i mean if i want to work with someone i will look them up i will look them up on every platform to be honest um, and 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 see what the story is so it's like there's such a big impact on sales through your your branding but some people just seem to skip think they can skip the branding bit and yeah. just go straight to the sales
1: yeah i mean there's there's a lot to be said for really good copy there's a lot to be said for you know really good design and that's that's all certainly important but Um, you know, having your brand nailed allows you to communicate more effectively to the people who are going to buy. I mean, truth is, you know, if there are people that are not going to buy all the best branding and copy trickery in the world, aren't going to turn them into buyers. But if there are people that are on the fence or people that are just, you know, kind of tire kicking and and they might be interested, sometimes that little extra 10% of having a really nice color palette kicks them over to your side. Sometimes having that 10% of, you know, really well thought out tagline tips Mm -hmm. them to your side. So it's, you know, from just a a strictly monetary standpoint, it's important because it, you know, each one of those little percentages, you know, design and branding is not a hundred percent of the picture. It's, you know, maybe 10%, maybe, Mm -hmm. but that 10% can be the, the, the tipping point, you know, 10% in the scale is, is pretty large. So, Um, it's super, super important. The other thing is too, and and especially I know with a lot of coaches and and people that work directly with people, um, having a strong brand and and a a truly representative brand and branding helps filter the people that come through um, that that do eventually make it to you um, for coaching or for buying your products or whatever. Mm -hmm. And having a line of people buy your shit is a lot easier Um, and you don't have to you don't have to put up with all the tech support and all the whiners and the people that are going to leave you bad reviews all this stuff because the people are kind of already filtered through your brand Mm -hmm. Uh, it's 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 a wonderful filter and especially for service-based industries and and kind of one-on-one coaching industries it's a it can be a really really super effective filter
0: yeah, I agree completely, and I've felt that since Misfit Mentor has developed, I've felt a real joy in that for the first time ever. It's kind of like, oh, like even this T-shirt. It's like you're not you're not going to get somebody to come to you that wants a quite a boring, let's build funnels business mentor, and right. that's just obvious. Yeah. <laughs> you you're know, right. so it's a great um, filter or funnel in in itself.
1: <laughs> it know? works. It works.
0: It, it, it works. Um, but so I, I'd like to ask you way more about um, Nothing to Brand, which is the course that you have going on at the moment. It is absolutely amazing. Thank you. Uh, just so comprehensive. Uh, and it's available uh, for people to actually purchase right now um, at a really heavily discounted rate for a short time. So, James, what, why would they sign up to this? Why, why would they go and do this, this branding course? Like what? will they benefit from?
1: Because it takes you literally from absolutely nothing all the way to having a ready to launch brand that includes websites, social media, logos, colors, all this stuff. Um, and it it works really well for people who are already established mm-hmm. because it there's a lot of stuff in there, especially in the first week. and And once we get into the design parts, there's a lot of stuff in there that I know people are missing because, again, like you mentioned, I've been doing this for, you know, on for myself for 21 years and corporate America for eight years before that. Um, these are things that I see people missing all, mm-hmm. all the time when I work with them. Um, and it it really can fill some holes there. It can make your content a lot easier. It can make your content a lot more effective. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it it can filter your co- your. People, It can help you build a really powerful website. It helps you define your brand, your promise, your audience, your products. I mean, it, it gets pretty detailed and some of it is, is pretty heavy and heady, um, but it's all really important stuff. Um, yeah. and, and it's just it's for me, it's just kind of a brain dump of, you know, been, having been in this career for 30 years now. That's amazing, John.
0: Lucky us to, to get that, that brain dump. I mean, wow, that is yeah. just bloody fantastic. So um, it's, it's like a within Thinkific, isn't it? So we, mm-hmm. we get it for life. Like people can keep yes. that, that course for the rest of their lives and then just access it digitally.
1: Yes. It's- yeah. And, and the way I, I plan on doing this is it's got a set number of, of modules right now. I think there's 70-something in there right now. Um, those are dripped out over 30 days, but I'm going to go through every 30 days and add more content. So okay. it kind of keeps, um, progressing and getting better and better and better. Um, and you have lifetime access to it, but at the same time, I'm going to start as more content gets in there, the price is going to start going up yes. and up and up and up. So yes. it's as cheap as it's ever going to be. It's not on sale. Um, I I'm never going to do a sale, but it's as cheap as it's ever going to be right now at hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Which is? It's a steal. It, it's a steal. It it, it really is, and I'm, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I'm very, very proud of it. Um, the stuff that I walk people through in that first week, I typically charge clients anywhere from three to four thousand dollars just to walk through that first week. Um, it's it's good stuff, and it's a lot more of me, which everybody really needs, right?
0: Oh yeah, hell yeah. Well, because also a lot, of the, a lot of fitness professionals now and wellness coaches after the, the COVID thing, they're just reopening next week. And so a lot of them are, are saying to me, you know, Jesus, I think I'm going to do a whole like rebrand, you know. So yeah. the right time now for them, what I would recommend is to just fucking focus. So when you sign up for uh, Nothing to Brand... Set set a day and time that you do it, and and that you get into it and take action. You know, don't be a dick about it like I did, leaving it for weeks, um, overthinking it, not getting into it. You know, it's like
1: you, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah.
0: Oh, I... oh, oh t- kick me out of the group. Yep, yep. Kick me yep. Out of that group. See, and, and I can tell people's progress in the
1: course, so. Uh,
0: yes, as well, you can. T- that should be kind of threatening posts in the group of like, yep. you can see you've only done module one. you yep. stopped minute fifteen.
1: <laughs> Congratulations, Sarah! It took you two weeks to get through module one.
0: Well done, and quick-fire questions. And am I allowed to ask you one or two quick bits? Yes, bits yes, go for room? it. Right. Um, so, um, what about your creative process? What, hmm. uh, do you have like routines for that? Do you have? Uh, weird things that you do. I'm sure that I know that you do. Um, your feet being one of them.
1: Yes. My feet are one of them. Um, honestly, one of my biggest, um, as, as far as social media content goes, one of my biggest um, uh, inspirations is the Facebook feed itself and how ridiculous it is. Yeah. And so a lot of ideas get, get brought out of that. And that, that will sometimes spill over into other project ideas and illustrations and that sort of stuff. Um but I'm I'm pretty simple. Um I actually went to college for uh, graphic design and art history and, and okay. illustration. So I do a lot of stuff manually. Um I have a lot of weird toys and tchotchkes and um sketchbooks and and all that stuff and magazines and weird books and stuff around here and usually I'll just flip through and something will kick me off I love and
0: that you do that? Hmm? I, love, I love that you do it manually.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm a Mad Magazine kind of guy.
0: So. I'm really manual as well. And I think sometimes I'm like, am I a total weirdo? You know, because everything's digital, even with sketching and all this. It's like, just did it online, just drew that. And I was like, but you didn't draw it. It's-
1: yeah, <laughs> it's not the same. It's really just, it's not the same. No, no. And same. I, I mean, I, and I use digital tools. I, I really do, you know, once yep. I get to, you know, once I sketch something out, I'll usually dump it into Illustrator and, and you know, follow that flow. Okay. Um, but most everything starts manually. Um, I've got, you know, probably 40, 50 sketchbooks that I've saved oh, of, brilliant. you know, weird ideas and yeah. words and stuff.
0: All my branding stuff that I've come up with in my names have come from, has to be large paper um, and pencil and sketch pads and often just like laying on the sofa or something, you know, but for hours and it's, it's amazing. Whereas online, it just kind of kills it for me when I start tapping on the computer, you know, it's,
1: it's so easy to get distracted.
0: Mm, it really is. And another question that came in, what about software? What, what softwares do you do? You have a mad loads of software that you have to use for
1: what you do? Not really. Um, I use the Adobe Creative Suite for pretty much everything. That's, you know, illustration, layouts, and um, all that sort of stuff. I use a lot of Google Sheets. Um, big ah, Google yeah. Sheets guy. Um,
0: yeah?
1: okay. I, otherwise, I don't know. Um, have really been enjoying Thinkific. That's, I love it. Yeah, it's that's been a, a really pleasant surprise. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you know, a browser and email. Okay, that's so, really encouraging. <laughs> yeah. That's great. I thought there was going to be a big mad list. No, no, it's really not. I mean, Creative Suite I think is eighty bucks a month or something like that. So, uh, yeah. but it does pretty much everything. You know, I edit video and audio on it, and, or, or using Premiere and and some other programs within it. Um, but it's, it's good stuff. And and once you really start looking around, you know, if you got to pay for canva pro and you got to pay for this other program and all these other ones, it, it all adds up to around the same amount. Um,
0: yes. Yes. And, yep, it does. Yeah.
1: The Adobe suite has a little bit of a, it's a learning curve, but, um, once you get into that curve, everything kind of clicks because they're all very similar.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, and one last question is, uh, Someone had asked in about feedback, how you deal with feedback when, you know, when you're putting some of like your stuff out there and it's it's getting, you know, whether it's negative or positive feedback, I guess it's all feedback. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I mean, it's funny with my personal stuff, with my own brand and, and my own businesses, I really don't care. Yeah. Um, he means as, him, by the
0: way. Follow him for
1: James Gaffney. He doesn't give a shit. He's the most
0: entertaining. Uh, yeah, I mean, I love to entertain
1: people, but I mean, I, you know, I, I want to please clients, but I don't, um, you know, I'm not going to bend over to to make people love me outside of the people who do hire me, you know? Yes. As, as, as bad as that sounds, I mean, I, that, that sounds horrible. I know, but reviews don't, they don't worry me. Um, you know, some people are going to get it. Some people don't, most people get it some, but, you know, and as far as putting the content out there, I just, I really don't care. I really don't care. Um, and some people get butthurt over it. Some people will say nasty things and have said nasty things, but Mm -hmm. it's just Facebook or it's just Instagram or it's just YouTube. I, yeah, yeah. I, I know who loves me. I know where my bread is buttered.
0: Exactly. And and that's really encouraging for a lot of fit pros because I think as well, like when you've been at it for so long, and even I have on a shoestring, you know, is people are afraid of judgment when they're doing their branding as well. And in within their brand, I think, quite, you know, quite a lot. So it's, it's great that you say that because it helps to hopefully give others a bit of courage as well to just go fuck it like this is my brand and I stand by it and I know what it stands for and I know what it stands against and uh you know that's it like it or lump it really isn't it
1: well and and something you mentioned earlier too if if you love your brand if you love your branding you're going to be a lot more passionate about showing it off and people are attracted to passionate people yes Um, yes and so make it something you love even if it's something simple it doesn't have to be crazy just just make it something that you love and that other people will love and
0: yeah everybody's happy Yeah, that's really great advice. Make it something you love because then, yeah, it all just oozes out from there, doesn't it? Yep. Yep.
1: Got to have that love. Got to have that love.
0: Yeah, no, no, 11. So if if people wanted to uh, avail of this course, I will put the um, link in the comment box of this video. Um, Or if you're, like, watching it back, you could message me um, or James. James Gaffney, nothing to brand. Um, Give him loads of abuse on Facebook because he's able to take it. Uh, <laughs> yes yes please do
1: I love it I,
0: I love it genuinely
1: yes i I get I get beaten up on the regular on Facebook and it's it <laughs> makes me giggle to no end
0: oh it's entertaining yes. um brilliant right well, thanks so much for coming on I really 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 appreciate it, and I know that all my peeps you know appreciate it as well because a lot of them are like what the fuck branding
1: Don't yeah yeah I, I, I get that a lot I get the, a lot of the what the fuck branding yeah uh, but It's it's effective. And and thank you so much for having me. This has been a blast and um my pleasure. Yeah. Yeah, I hope that I hope that my rambling didn't turn anybody off.
0: No, not at all. And if it did, then they're on the wrong page. Um so yeah, click on the link, guys, and sign up for nothing to brand because you just you'll get so much from it. It's just amazing. So yeah. Um catch you soon, James, and thanks so much for coming on. Bye guys. Thank you, Sarah. Bye Bye. Ciao, ciao. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you did and you want to share it with your people, if you know other fit pros or wellness coaches that you think could benefit from this and need to hear some of the messages or the teachings that I'm giving, then make sure that you screenshot it and you share it on Facebook and on Instagram and you tag me, Sarah Smith, or Misfit Mentor. You could review it and you could subscribe on iTunes so that you get notified when my podcast comes out first. I stuck to my promise and I didn't chew loudly or I didn't shout in your ear during this podcast. So I'm quite proud of myself. Remember, take messy action. Misfits can be successful too. See you next week.